welcome back to the ADHD friendly podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman and I'm an ADHD coach and the host of this podcast, which is focused on all things ADHD friendly. This is episode five. And today I'm going to be talking about the holidays and how to approach shopping and budgeting in a little bit more ADHD friendly way. So let's get into it. So I want to start this week with a success from last week's podcast. So in episode four, I talked about how I was inspired to refresh my medicine cabinet after reading an article in Real Simple Magazine. And at the end of that episode, I told you that I was planning on taking my list of things that had expired that needed to be replaced. And I was going to go to Target that day and buy replacements for the expired items. Well, later that day, I had my list and I almost told myself it wasn't necessary to go. I really didn't feel like going out and running errands and I came pretty close to not going, but because I said on the podcast that that was my plan and I was going to do it, I felt like I had that accountability to anyone that listened to that, that outside of myself accountability, and that works really well for me. And so it felt like I wasn't honoring that commitment if I didn't go. So I went and I bought everything on my list. I came home. I organized it all. I updated the expiration dates in my spreadsheet that I shared about that I created in that episode. And here's my celebration less than 24 hours after I finished restocking my medicine cabinet. My daughter came down with her first cold in almost two years. And over the last few days, she has needed the NyQuil that I bought. She has needed the Delsum to help with her cough. She's needed the Vicks to help with her congestion. Everything that had expired that I replaced, not everything, but those things were needed. And I had them on hand to support her because she was feeling kind of crummy. And it just felt like a huge mom win to every, everything that was needed. And it felt like an ADHD friendly win because I did it in a way that worked for me. And I used the accountability that I felt for what I said I was going to do when I recorded the podcast to go ahead and do it. So I just wanted to highlight that because it really surprised me how well that worked for me. And it just felt like such a great win that I even, um, took a picture of my medicine cabinet and I printed it out and I put it in my personal owner's manual success journal and wrote a little note to remind me of how good it felt that I'd update it. And I had medication on hand that was needed that wasn't expired and served its purpose. So that's my win I wanted to start with this week. So next let's talk about the inspiration for today's podcast. So we're officially in holiday season. To me, that begins as soon as I turn the calendar over to November. And it's my absolute favorite time of year. Also the busiest. So because I've been hearing since, I don't know, it's been since August or September that things were going to be harder to get this year because of all of the supply chain disruptions and things being stuck out at sea on container ships, um, that things weren't gonna be as readily available and they were also gonna get more expensive the closer we got to the holidays. 
So I've been trying to get the bulk of my shopping done early. I usually don't like shopping for Christmas before it feels like the Christmas season, but this year I did feel the urgency to start earlier. So whether or not you celebrate Christmas, if you have any kind of holiday shopping or any other shopping that you'd be doing over the next few weeks, I just wanted to share what I learned from my experience and see if it helps you to manage it with a little bit more ADHD friendly in place. So I have been doing most of my shopping online, like a lot of us have since the pandemic began. Because I ordered things earlier, I had a few things that needed to be returned. And typically that is not a strength for me. I am not very good at following through and returning things. Um, but I did find out that I can return things that I purchased on Amazon at Kohl's, which I have up the street from me. So I decided that I would do that the other day when I was out running errands. I would just take the things back that I didn't want to keep. I was very excited that I followed through. I went to Kohl's, I returned the items. I got my receipt for returning them. And then they printed out a second coupon and handed it to me. And it was a $5 coupon, no minimum purchase, good only that day. Well, that totally hit my ADHD impulsivity, my impulsivity, excuse me. And I immediately just felt like I was on a scavenger hunt. What could I find for $5? What could I find that would be sparkly if I could get it on sale and get $5 off? Well, long story short, $120 later, I was heading with, to my car with my purchases. I got $5 off, but I spent a lot more than I intended to, but I thought that's okay. I got some of my in-person Christmas shopping done, but this did lead me to think about how was I doing with my budget? So I'm going to talk in simple terms for how I manage this. So just to keep it really simple, what I do typically to help keep up with items that I'm going to be buying for Christmas is every year, pretty much in January, I open a new notes app, um, a new note on my notes app on my phone. And I just call it like for instance, this year it's uh, Christmas shopping 2021. And for my, my own family, my own kiddos, they each get three quote unquote Santa gifts and they get stocking stuffers and um, a pair of PJs every year. And I try to keep it within a budget that I set. So let's just say for ease of math, because I think I, I've shared before, I don't, I don't like math very much. It's not my strong suit, but let's just keep it simple. So let's say I budgeted a dollar for each family member. Well, after my $120 experience at Kohl's and I went into my notes app, to enter the amounts and what I had purchased, I realized that I was having a really hard time keeping up with how much money I was spending because I had to add it in my head. I just had each item and how much I'd spent next to it. And I had next to each person's name, the total budget for them, which for right now, I'm just going to say was a dollar. And I realized I was going over that. So I decided, let me just make it $2 to each person. That's going to keep it within the range that I think I'm going to end up in. Well, I also realized that when I added things up in my head, I started thinking maybe I'm over 
that because I didn't include a budget for stocking stuffers and I didn't include a budget for the PJs. For some reason, that was like a blind spot to me. It wasn't built into the way that I had been budgeting. And so I realized the way that I was doing it just wasn't helping me to see what I was buying, what I was spending and how I could easily keep up with it. So it definitely was not ADHD friendly for my brain. So my hope is that by my sharing what my experience was that, and what I did about it, that it might help you to think about what would work for you. If this is also a challenge for you to keep what you're spending, what you're buying, all of the, the details in sight when there's so many things going on this time of year that it just makes it even more difficult if you have impacted executive function skills. So I'm gonna wrap back to what worked for me when I was younger to share what I ended up doing this weekend. So I'm gonna go back in time now to when I was in college. And when I was in college, I had one credit card. It was JCPenney credit card and it had a $500 limit on it. And what I liked about that, what I noticed really worked about that when I was thinking this through over the weekend was because it had a hard limit, I knew I couldn't go over it. It forced me to think about how much could I spend on each person. So I would make a list of everyone I needed to get something for. And I had my, my, you know, amount that I had available that I could spend of that $500, um, which wasn't the full $500. It was just how much I knew I, I had available in the card that I could comfortably spend. And JCPenney used to put out a 25% off everything in the store coupon, but it was a one-time use. So I had to literally walk around and I get everything. Like if you were on my list back in college, you were getting your gift from JCPenney. And I would not leave that store until I found something that I could give to everybody on my list from JCPenney because I could use the coupon one time. And then once I checked out, it was gone. They would take it. And I was not the kind of person that could go back and spend full price on something when I could have bought it with a coupon for 25% off. So that structure looking back really worked for me. It held a lot of space. It kept me in line with what I was intending, with what my budget was, with my goal was for finishing up that shopping experience with everybody on my list being checked off. I didn't go to a bunch of places. I did it all in one area. It was just a lot of support for my executive functions and it made it ADHD friendly for me. What I've realized now that I'm doing a lot of my shopping online is again, it's very invisible. I'm not experiencing spending money the way I I would if I was, even if I was doing the transaction in person, it just feels very invisible. Um, I'm not using money, which would make it more concrete, but I'm not even personally swiping a card like you're doing in the store, which even that doesn't really feel the same way. And it's really hard to keep up with, but I just find online shopping is like another step removed from the whole interaction. So I'm just not processing it in the same way. And so because of that, I realized I do need a little bit more structure in this whole plan. So what I did was I went back to my spreadsheet approach. Spreadsheets just work well for my brain. I'm look, I create a lot of them. I've already shared last week. I did it with the mezzanine cabinet. I did it again this week with my Christmas list. So I entered everybody 
that I have on my list. I entered what I'd already purchased and what I had spent. <laughs> and when I added it all up, I'm going to go back to my original um, math equations. I started out with a plan for $1 for each person, doubled it to $2 for each person. And what I found when I put it into this spreadsheet shocked me. I was over $4 a person. So four times what I intended to spend because it's very out of sight, out of mind. It's really hard to hold the thread when I'm ordering online, when I'm looking in my phone at a notes app list, but it's not calculating for me. Every time I add something in there, I have to do the mental math. None of these things really work well, clearly for me. And it just really transformed my awareness when I put it into a spreadsheet. So I want you just to think about how can you keep up with things? If you're ordering things online, how are you keeping up with what you've ordered, who it's for, how much you spent on it? That's what I have my categories in my spreadsheet. And the other category I added was, has it arrived? Because the other thing that I noticed was I have lost the thread completely with has that actually been delivered? And this came into um, focus last week as well, when for whatever reason, one of the packages that I had ordered, FedEx delivered and marked it as delivered, but they left it out by the mailbox. I can't see my mailbox from my house. So I had no idea it was out there. So it was literally out by the street in front of my mailbox and it was trash day. So there were like recycling boxes and things out there. Somebody easily could have, they could have picked it up and thrown it out with recycling, or somebody could have thought I was throwing it out and came by and picked it up. Luckily, one of my kids saw it and carried it inside the house, but I would have had no idea that it was out there and it could have easily disappeared. And I don't know when I would have realized it was gone or how I could have even demonstrated that I never received it. And so that again, caused me to, to add the extra, um, field to track that has it arrived in my spreadsheet. So I can just easily in one place, keep up with who have I ordered things for? What do I still need to get? How much have I spent? And do I have it physically? Has it arrived or did it arrive? If I was mailing a gift, did they get it? So if you're interested in supporting yourself a little bit more this season in an ADHD friendly way, how do you plan your holiday budget? How do you do your shopping? Is it online? Is it in person? Are you making things? How much time do things take? How do you know you have the space of time to do the things that you need to do? What's the latest shipping date that you can mail things and they can still arrive on time? When do you have the time to do the different things that you'll need to do? How will you do them? How will you remember that you did them? Again, just want you to be thinking about if there is something that you could do just a little bit more easily to support yourself this holiday season. I always want to look at things from an energy standpoint, where can I conserve some energy and some effort? So I have more of it for the things that are really important to me. And I'm not draining myself to try to keep up with my systems because they're just not working for my brain. If I make it more ADHD friendly, it's going to give me more energy because it's easier for me to keep up with. So that is my topic this week on just as we, as we're entering the holiday season, thinking about what's going to make it easier for you to keep up with your holiday season. 
So once again, thank you for your time, for your focus, and for your attention as I shared some tips to make your holiday shopping maybe a little bit more ADHD friendly, or at least I hope so. Until next time, here's hoping your day is more ADHD friendly. Tally ho.